And now, the Street Photography Magazine podcast with your host, Bob Patterson. Welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. I'm Bob Patterson, publisher of Street Photography Magazine. And I'm really happy to welcome back Meryl Meisler. She's been with us a couple times over the years. And uh, she is probably one of the busiest photographers I've met. She's like the James Brown of photography. The heart, He was the hardest working man in show business. So you're the <laughs> hardest working, working woman in uh, in street photography or oh, documentary well, photography. Anyway, welcome. Thanks. Thanks for coming thank back you. again. Thank you very much for having me back. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, same here. Same here. You're just a lot of fun to talk to. So, Meryl, I guess before we get in too deep, just tell us what you've been up to lately. Well, right now, I am experiencing having my first ever solo museum shows at the Zillman Art Museum in Bangor, Maine. And it's not my first ever solo museum show and then being two separate solo museum shows at the same museum. The curator, George Kinghorn, um, decided to make the major show on the ground floor, uh, Nightlife New York City, 1977, 2023. And it's mostly photographs from the late 70s, but... uh, he did, I did show him some of the photographs I've been taking because I've been going out again, and, and they're in it. And it's all all black and white, gelatin, silver prints. So back in the darkroom as well. And then upstairs is a smaller show, but still pretty intense and wild. And it's Meryl Miser, 70s Suburban Sensibilities, Family and Friends. And they are... Vintage prints, there's vintage prints in both shows. Actually, most of uh, the suburban sensibilities is vintage work, Hmm. and 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 many, many, many never seen before photographs that I was that the curator wanted to see more and less. And he was like picking things out of contact sheets, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curious about that. Did did they uh, approach you to do this, or did you already have connections with them? Well, um, I received an email from my gallerist. I'm represented by Clamp Gallery mm-hmm. in Manhattan, in Chelsea, New York City, and he emailed me that George Kinghorn of the Zillman Art Museum wanted an introduction to me, an, uh-huh. an email introduction. And he kind of said, you'll kind of said you two will get along. And we had a Zoom meeting, a Zoom introduction. And by the end of the meeting, he he said he'd like to come come to New York. He's interested in in my work, possibly showing it, but he'd like to see Prince in, per, in person. Mm-hmm. And he came and like I said, his, he said, I'd rather see more than less. It's like, well, okay. <laughs> it was like, so I was digging and finding boxes from all different series, from anything I could find that the existing prints. And we met at my gallery. And he looked through lots, lots, spent hours and hours and hours looking through work. Wow. 
then he came back another time, but he had like more. And then, then we met at my apartment, and he had was seemed to be focusing on two bodies of work, nightlife and family. He, I guess, he liked the the. the, the and then so, I was sending him, more, you know, between conversations, sending him emails with some pictures I found or like low res scans ideas, and then and, and then he solidified that that it would be these two bodies of work, and then he decided to make them two separate shows. So did it. So it's a big, and it's also you know, fifty seven, almost fifty prints of. Real prints being shipped to Maine, and you know it's a big wow. deal. Wow! I saw an um, Ansel Adams show last year in Richmond, Virginia. I think he only had forty. Uh, no, really, yeah. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. You beat Ansel I, I, Adams. Mike, I have a cousin, Seth Meisler, who he actually came from San Francisco. Was coming out. He and his husband came. They drove from Boston. He said, "Why?" Why Bangor, Maine? You know, like why? Why not this? Why not that? I said because I asked me. You know, like, why not? Yeah, no, I'm thrilled, and it's beautiful, beautiful oh. place, and a beautiful team, and they took everyone there takes such pride in everything they did. Even the person who did the mats and the frames, and he was like, he knew images by the heart, and he's he's he said he would went right up to the edge because he noticed this. You know, like this eyeballs there or this little sign or that thing he didn't he wanted everything to show it really is a museum quality museum show in so you, in a lovely town i've never been to before bangor maine yeah. and then, um, the the suburban sensibility show is going to be up through august 19th and the Nightlife show is up through September 2nd, and there's an upcoming talk that I'm going to be coming on August 10th to do a artist talk. Wow. So basically, he just looked through your entire body of work and came up with the idea to have the two different subjects? Yes, and yes. So he's a curator, I mean, and I love yeah. being curated. But it's yeah. also obvious, even when we on, on our first Zoom phone call and on... The meeting that he'd actually been scouring the internet, you know, finding like esoteric articles about my work or posts and printing them out. So it oh, really, wow. so a subject you want to talk later on was about promotion, I guess. I mean, I don't think, I don't know how he, that, I think he obviously was looking. He was, or he was reading and he was and doing his finding. homework. Yeah. Yes. And then, and then somehow, I never asked exactly how I caught his attention because I'm shy. <laughs> you are? <laughs> yeah, I am. And so yeah. I think I will have now that, now that it's really up there. And I'll, I'll, I'll been ask him how it came to be. But, but he was also a follower of Clamp's program. Mm. And, and, and I believe he has showed some of their artists in the past. So I have one of the lovely nice things about having a, a gallery among the many lovely nice things that yeah. that certainly helped well that's really cool so did you wind up having to make new prints for him too or oh, you, yes yeah. yes yes he picked because he picked many images that were just online or in my books 
or even like I said that I found like a box of like vintage uh, vintage uh, contact sheets and we'd pick things that had never been printed and yes I printed them and I really wanted them to be darkroom prints. Yeah, because I remember a couple of years ago you did that artist in residency up was in Saratoga Springs, was it? And you, you did was. a lot of printing up there. Absolutely, you're right. I was at Yato and then at Lightwork. Yeah, that's back yeah. to back, and it got me back in the dark room. And I, I, I know there there are three three images in the show that the negatives were like, eh, and it was they would had to have an internegative and wanted to slow down the process. And so those th three, I, I printed on my archival printer and with, with, you know, um, with, you know, digital, digital media. Mm -hmm. And I know it's archival and under glass. No, you can't tell, but no. the glass, but the glass is off. I see the difference. Or maybe I'm just a snob. You know, I, no, I, just, I, I, I think there, I, I feel the difference. You and know I, your work. And, and, and you know I, printing. I, you are a printer's daughter. Yeah, uh, thank you. And you have a good memory. Yeah, and you're a good girl, thank too. You. Yeah. Thank you. And, and the surface <laughs> is the difference. And, and I feel a little like it's diamonds and rhinestones. I mean, I, yeah. You know what? I'm alive. I'm printing. I, I feel like there's important. And yeah. it's. And I work at it and, and I interpret them. But so yes, I, I went to I was um and once you once you also picked on the theme that he likes some of my current nightlife work. Yeah. A little funny. So then I went out and shoot some more and he said, We're real, we have enough. So I said, Okay, Meryl, grow up. It's January. I have a show. The, the prints are due at the end of March. So then I spent months in the darkroom. Printing, printing, editioning, printing, yes. Yeah. How long did it take for all this to come about? I mean, he contacted me, and I could look up the dates exactly, but I, I believe it was in in July or August. I had an email. Hmm. If you want me to look it up, I can look it no, up. No, just uh, just approximately. And then, just and then in in like September. Or, or either either late September or August, we had the the that he came to New York and we spent the the day together looking and work. And of course, I was a nervous wreck, you know, like I am. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're showing someone coming to see all your work, you know, and making that he's going to make a decision and solidify it. And he's just, he's just a nice person. That's a, that's the nicest thing about people you meet that that. Such yeah. nice people. And yeah. we relaxed and laughed. And he obviously had a sense of humor. And 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 the funny thing was that I thought he was talking about a year from now. I thought he was talking about 2024. So just in a follow-up email, he's I wrote about he goes, No, we're talking about 2023. So it was a, a 10, it was approximately 10 months. From from the, the introduction to decision and and then the show happening, the show is happening and the opening was on on May nine May nineteenth and here we are June sixth and yeah. so and to mark the occasion besides the, to mark the occasion because it was an important occasion 
and my siblings came out, and my sister-in-law came out, you know, close fam family, you know, it, it, it went, go, like I said, one cousin came from San Francisco, and yeah, I went from Woodstock, and I said, look, it's a big deal. And to mark the occasion, I, of course, I got a special outfit, but I and my and my gallerist Brian Clam came up just for the just for the night to do it. It's just a really and then and it was and it was open to their members. I put on my mother's diamond wedding band, and my mom was kind of person had these long, beautiful nails. They're always me. I've never had it, and I never will. <laughs> I put it on, and I've rarely ever worn it because I'm I'm. Not exactly my style, you know. Yeah, probably and, not. Yeah. And, and her hands were a little smaller than mine, and so it's on my finger. I could take it off. I know I'm wearing it. A shower, dark room. I feel like it's a more it's a it's a mile marker, personal mm -hmm. mile marker because I because I know how fortunate I am to be alive and have had a solo museum show while I'm alive and well. I don't take anything for granted. No, definitely not. Yeah, thank you. Definitely not. So, you know, when uh, you, uh, they, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no they all, they even did like the, part of the installation that they, he chose a current dance floor scene of a, a club in, in Bushwick called the House of Yes, overlooking the whole dance room scene. And they blew it up to like, you know, like, 40 feet wide really ceiling heads like you're you're standing in front of a, a dance floor and of course they have a dick store ball coming down they really went all out it's beautiful i'd like to take a quick break to thank the street photography magazine subscribers for your support we couldn't do this without you you may have noticed that we don't sell advertising or sponsorships in the podcast or inside street photography magazine itself and that's because we want to be completely objective about the work we publish and the services and gear that we cover. Our only constituent is you, our listeners and readers. So if you like what we're doing, you can support the show by subscribing to Street Photography Magazine. It's only $5 per month, and you can do it by visiting streetphotographymagazine.com slash subscribe. And now back to the show. So I, I, I did see in the um on the website for, for the museum that and you even said it that the dates the work is right like 1970 something to 2023 so you went back out and shot some yes. new stuff yes i had he had seen some recent work because of, of like 2015 onwards you've you've We've spoken about my my books that tell yeah. cities, Discord, Bushwick, and Sassy Seventies. They came about because of my work in Bushwick. That a uh, that's this person, John Stefan Sauver, a French filmmaker who moved to Bushwick and ended up starting a drag oh, yeah. bizarre, a drag burlesque house, and I ended up. Photo exhibiting there, and he ended up becoming my publisher. Well, sometimes I'd go there, and it and it's all these wonderful, act, you know, performers, and even my my opening receptions for those shows and books were like you know, just really outrageous drag and burlesque stars or young stars, <laughs> and and 
And it was fun, and it also reminded me of my earlier disco days. So I knew these people, and I had t- photographed them time to time, and I, I maybe posted them, or it was an article in a about a show we had together with, with, with the owner, and he saw some of those, and I was thrilled that he liked them. And I said, actually, I started going out again. Not as much, but like you know, post-pandemic. And I realized what I missed about most about life was I missed going to live theater, Broadway shows. And I, you know, I have these friends in, in this business that I met through Bazaar. And I wanted to see them. I want to go out again. So it's not, 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 I'm not like, you know, in my early 20s and I'm going out every night, but every once in a while. And and then when I was younger, it was like the main idea was going out. The, the photography was secondary. Truthfully, now I'm like going with the idea of photographing. Well, so so he encouraged my new delving back into into nightlife. The new ones. Did you did you shoot your new things on film? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I figured saying. you would. No. The, 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 and un- even now, right now, I have a bag full of film because I photographed a, 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 a the fuck you review <laughs> the other night, and and I was like, I'm shooting film. It's almost like I don't even know if it'll come out. You know, it's always yeah. like, is it all blank? But it's it's part of it. I I I, I like it when it comes when it comes out right. It's right on, and. And I feel like we're in the same ruby slippers again. What can I say? I like them. Yeah. I Good. appreciate did, yeah. did you stick with black and white? Yes, I'm sticking yeah. with black and white. I I love I like that he chose all black and white. I um yeah. and and I like sl- slowing down and looking intently and having a the mystery will it come out. <laughs> and when like and developing the film and making Beautiful prints. So I made the prints of 16 by 20 when I was printing decades ago. It was like if I did 11 by 14, that was huge. Also, yeah. eight. And it's even a, the earliest picture in the show, photograph in the show, is, is 1973, a five by seven that I went to, had dared to go, go on and come home from college and get on a train, Long Island Railroad road and go to Times Square, but I stopped at Bloomingdale's and I, I photographed a lady selling perfume and I couldn't find the negative. I found the, the image beforehand and, and the image after, oh. afterwards. So it must be in the dark room at the University of Wisconsin. So it is like one of you have one of there's two prints of it. Uh, two one of a kind five by seven prints. And it was shot with without a flash, no just Handheld Tri-X, 35 millimeter, but I could see it that I always had a style. Yeah. But it, but it, take, it takes time to recognize what the style is. And I had other people, and curators certainly help, but it's like, it, it's like definitely Merrill's eye and how people react to me. And, and, and it's sweet as can be. Nobody sees things like you. Nobody sings things like you. Nobody sings. Yeah. He, we, but none of none of us said. Well, it's like our fingerprints, or our our visions, or our fingerprints. We have, we have our. Everyone has their own unique vision. 
Yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. I think half the battle is realizing that you do and embracing it rather than saying, I don't look like Merrill's or mine doesn't look like Cartier Brisson or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or I or, 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 or a critique I got throughout the years, which may be self-conscious. Uh-huh. Like, oh, it's like the, my pictures came out funny. funny. Like it was a negative thing. Like I should be more serious or like socially conscious. It's like, well, you know what? To have fun is audacious. You know, it's daring. That is political. You know, that is socially <laughs> conscious. It, it's, Today it's, it is, yeah. <laughs> and 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 if and if yes, if I have a quirky eye, um, I'm glad that people that it's I can embrace it because I can't su- I can't suppress it. Yeah. I don't want to suppress it, but no. I was conscious about it. And I held I held held back. Yeah, weird. that's a great lesson for everybody, including myself. Yeah. Well, before we move on, I want to ask you one other thing. Sure. Okay, so you did print some stuff. A lot of stuff. Digi- <laughs> yeah. Lot of stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, for the show, but you did you did you used yes. a digital digital no, printer. No, mm-hmm. only th- three of the images oh. of the show are digital. The rest are all oh, dark oh. prints. And the majority are contemporary prints from current mm-hmm. or past work from the negatives of I say it was just three prints that couldn't be done it in a timely manner because mm-hmm. of other circumstances. So those, those three digital prints, what paper did you use? Uh, you let me look. I have it in front of me. I'm not advertising for it, but it's... Uh, no, it's all right. It's just, it's good to know. I, uh, Hansen. Can, yeah, which one? Verita Photographic 2. Oh, okay. Photographic or... And, okay. And, and 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 they and they like I say under glass they look fine, but I see a difference when you turn it to side, and your light hits it. It's it's the white is just the paper and the black. There's a, yeah. so it's sorry, it's not the it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not yeah. it's laying on the surface. Whereas a traditional darkroom print, it's like becomes a part embedded within the yeah. silver. It's just it's different. And, and and I prefer the second, but but to, to get something on the wall that to meet the deadline, and you know, you know, I'm saying if you didn't know Wonder Glass, you might not know, but if you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most people aren't aren't going to notice. I like that. I have that paper. Yeah, it, it, it is mm. nice. You know, and in the back feels like paper. At least it doesn't feel like plastic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What what printer do you have i have a epson 3800 oh. Oh, okay and um <laughs> nice. yeah because i you know they, they always say it's got you got to have to get the right paper for the for your printer mm-hmm. and i futzed around with i just started printing first of the year again oh oh no i'm sorry i have an epson 3880 oh, oh so okay. you just start printing your work on and what do yeah, you yeah i was i have a canon i got the pro two hundred uh-huh. it's not it's the the um it's not the uh, pigment base the dye base or is it the other way around i don't know it's it's one step below the the more expensive one 
it's been working well for me, but I don't show, I don't put things in museums. So. Well, well, I, I don't, this is okay. Yeah. But you, but you never know. Mm-hmm. And you well, might as, well make it, as long as it, you know, make archival print, you know, use, you can just go through all the trouble, archival link, archival paper, take good care of it, sign it. Yeah. Keep use it in it. the box. We you don't know to, what's going to happen. Yeah, you don't. Media. You don't. You don't. Mm-hmm. So anyway, over the years, I mean, you've done a lot to promote yourself. When I first met you, I saw you speak and you, you made a statement. Nobody... If you don't promote your own work, nobody else will. And you, you know, you're sort of the epitome of that, I think. You, um, you know, you've gone out and done it, promoted your work. I mean, well, you retired from, from teaching. And then you're out there promoting your work that you did many years ago, and you've become very successful at it. And uh, and I, I have a lot of people contact me all the time. How do I get people to know who I am? You know, I, 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 of course, that's what we do in a lot of ways because we publish people's work and talk to them mm-hmm. on the ear. And, uh, but, you know, how do you do it? And, you know, I don't have a ready answer for that, but I, I'm kind of interested in what you've done. Do you have like a, a repeatable process that you follow on a regular basis or are you just throwing things on the wall and see what sticks? You, but you seem very disciplined at what you do. I I thank you very much. I, I'm gonna, so this is all pretty new for me since I retired in 2010, right? And I was having my first solo show on, on Bushwick work at the Soho Photo Gallery, and I, pro, I approached it like it was a museum show. And I think that's one thing. If you have the opportunity to show, whatever it is, approach it like it is your own museum show. And I wrote a a press release. Press releases are really important. And, and, you know, the first catchy sentence that's not too long, that tells the story. And choosing image for the the press release has to, you know, it's got to have title. It's got to have the dates, contact information, and sum up the story what's on there and that writing is not easy for me but i know mm-hmm. this is really really i knew it from a from an, another opportunity i had while i was still working and it's just so important even so press release is really important and of course a card okay when i was having the first show in about bushwick work in it was in Soho. I thought it was important to reach out to Bushwick community people, and I googled. I said, "Oh, look at this! There's something called the Bushwick Community Dark Room. I'll let them know." Oh, look at this! There's some a Bushwick Daily, a, a blog about Bushwick, and I let them know. Mm. I sent them information, and I'm not, and I probably had a few sample images with titles. That I said, I'm, I'd have to look at my little press package. Yeah. But it was organized. Well, they came. And other people came. And then, of course, the gallery sent work out. But, but I did a personal reach out to these places. And they sent a report. You know, one, more people was sent a reporter. And did a, 
a blog post and that opened other doors. I didn't realize we've been having this conversation on the top, so I'm too mm-hmm. off the top of my head. I had already started because I saw from other people doing a mass email announcement. I think at the time I was using Constant Contact. Yeah. That's... I'm using MailChimp and it, mm-hmm. it could be great. And it's setting up using your, it takes time. Mm-hmm. to get all your emails in this database. And I also was started then, and I've been doing ever since, researching who writes about photography like yours. Like I saw a friend of mine, Len Spire, who I've known for decades. Yeah. He had a piece published online uh, from this place called Street Photography Magazine. Yeah. And I read about it and just his work and I was looking and I said, hey, this would be a good thing. So I research I researched who the public I might have let asked Len the name. But otherwise if I don't know the name, I look to see who writes who writes the article, look on their on their info sheet about the website if there is one, a contact name, email, the title. I put that in the da- database. And so, but I think it's also besides just sending out it, I mean, I see email and with your friends and family and everyone say, so while you're doing that, is that, you know, so press release, very important, artist statement, press release. And if you have a publicist, great. I, I've always never been a person of great means, but I do have um, friends who can read and read my, read my, and my, my partner, Patty O'Brien, my life partner, reads mm-hmm. things that make sense. And I have a system or, you know, who was an editor. I mean, you wanted other eyes to see it. Yeah, yeah. And of course, wherever, whatever venue you're, you're exhibiting with, they have to approve it also. Mm-hmm. Or you give it to them a first draft and let them come back with something else. That's very important to have a, uh, okay. a, a statement. It makes sense about the story. And at the same time, making I was more Facebook, even then Facebook was pretty new to me, but making a Facebook invite and making it public that goes out. Okay. So to my surprise, that that show at, at Soho Photo got a lot of people came. And people came from Bushwick as well, you know, and um okay, it built up into it could go on and on but how that led into somebody a young woman finding her photograph in my images and we decide we want to collaborate and i want to show in bushwick together open studios by then it got more sophisticated you know i had a writing partner so it was good to have a writing is like having a root canal to me very painful yeah I so how we work, collaborating I with a writer was really a lot better, and she, Vanessa Mortier, and so she did most of the, you know, the statement because she's a writer, and we also had, I think, a, a lot of um, young artists, photographers, like artist. I'm not saying photographers, but you know, artists want to instantly show in big galleries. I said, yeah. like, well, you, you have to have a community because it takes 
some people are really lucky and it hits off right away. For the most of us, no. And I think it's really important to be part of it. A like-minded community of people who can who are positive and encourage each other or give chances to show together. Like I'm a longtime member of a group called Professional Women Photographers. It's the 80s. They've some of my best friends through there. But it's having people who have group shows together, who give you feedback, you know, learn together. So you're not alone. Like you feel like you're this crazy person spending all your time doing this thing that keeps you from doing drugs and alcohol because you can't afford it. You're spending all your money on your materials. <laughs> it's um, so having a community. So, so I, we became part of the community of the, of the greater or, or artists in Bushwick who were organizing these open studio tours and, I reached, I mean, I, I this Bushwick Daily did articles about my work. It, it brought attention, but I also saw notices about a new gallery opening up called the Living Gallery in Bushwick. It's for, for under-noticed people and people interested in education and community. I go, hey, that's us. I emailed her out. And and this person, Nisa Frank, it wasn't even open yet, said, sounds very, I'd love to meet you. Yes, I'd love to see your work. I said, well, I have a writing partner, and we came together to meet her. And on the spot, showing a portfolio, okay, that's back to you, Bob, making portfolio prints. It's like, it's yeah. one thing seeing online, but seeing something in work is it, physical is more important if you want to have an exhibition. Or if you want to be collected. Okay. Um, having a, bringing a portfolio of work, and she offered us a show on the spot, but like two months later. Right. And being part of a larger community, like I said, being part of Arts and Bushwick, and it, they put out press. And then it's a bigger venue, but it's not just you alone and hoping your friends and family come. It's part of a bigger community. Well, that show that we had, somebody wrote, signed the guest book and it said, look at that. Someone's pretending to be Helen Cotter, who was a major critic of the New York Times. <laughs> and the young woman who started the gallery, Nissa Frank, her mother's an artist, said, no, Meryl, that guy in the corner, that is Holland Cotter. It's like, the, really? in, this, in this little gallery that just opened in Bushwick at a, you don't know who will show up. And through that show, I, I met people who ended up inviting me to exhibit at bizarre drag burlesque house and i wasn't going to and and i've learned to say yes to things i think mm -hmm. i think i think any artist be open to exhibiting in alternative spaces because you just don't know who will show up as so for me i'm a little bit of snob not a snob i i wanted to be you know i've been around a long time and i don't i don't know it's a lot of work hanging thing i want a show to be at least a month you know, I, I, it's work, it's expense. They don't always give you time to work it. The working with B Bizarre, like I said, the opportunity to show when a drag burlesque house, and it also has to have some security. You know, first, I wasn't going to show there, people were ripping it off the wall, but he bolted it to the wall. Yeah. Um, and it has to make sense to me. You know, it seemed, I, I, I like when a, a space seems appropriate for the work. But that's a whole other story. You know, mm -hmm. 
But working with this man, John Stefan Sauver, who is owner of this drag burlesque bar, well, he's also a, a filmmaker. He had just had a film release at Cannes Film Festival. Really? Well, yes. He's, he's a brilliant man. He's changed my life. He's, and um, he taught me, not about saying it, de de developing a press package. Which so an impress package is your email, your 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 statement, your press release, but then also having a set of images for for set of images, not not, not everything from the show, but maybe a section of twenty to twenty five or fifteen. Because you know, so say an online article want usually wants up to fifteen images, mm -hmm. so you, having them ready to go. Uh, size that like 1500 pixels wide and maybe 72 dpi or and mm -hmm. then and i have another batch ready at 2000 yeah because people can actually print it that having a set of images from, from the show with a list also with that a list of a smaller uh, with a, a, a thumbnail of each image the title the date everything you want that information you can publish and have it ready in a packet to go along with it. And some places won't allow a large attachment, especially if you're a stranger, contact them. You know, you yeah. So then I put the this this packet in a Dropbox folder. Mm -hmm. and, 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 when, and when I'm saying when I'm talking about getting a mass email list, like constant contact or MailChimp, up to 500 names, it's free. And most people don't have more than 500 to start. Merrill here is now up past 5,000, so I have to pay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and it drop even a Dropbox folder, I believe it's it's minimal to have mm -hmm. it or or free if it's under a certain amount. So, uh, so, so someone can download download the images. You might send a few attachments. So having a ready-to-go package is important. And having format, you know, I am I'm married to a designer. So uh, Patty makes me look good. You know, it looks definitely looks better to have it designed. Or or and yeah. actually, how do we the first one we took uh for the very first show? If the the venue you with already has a format, but they're their format. If they have it, don't work with if they'll write it for you, fantastic. But if they're not, you need to do it, and but have them pr prove it. You don't, you don't want to, you know. It's like you are, someone's giving you a space and opportunity. You have to, you're, you're, you're a team. How did you, know, you get your? You said your first show was in Soho. I, yes. How'd you get that? I'd say it's not my first show ever, but it's my oh. first show in a long, very, 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 oh, very. Oh, okay. Long. Well, that's when I said about being part of a community. This woman, Marilyn Fish Glenn, who was a member of Soho Photo Gallery, we were, was also a member of Professional Women Photographers, this group I was part with. And she said that this co-op gallery, she liked, I had this series um, when I got tired of photography, I sort of, I don't even know what I was going to do with all these photographs. I was doing um Digital, I was an early digital artist mm -hmm. and uh, these submersions of New York City, like it was underwater. I had, and I had, and I applied for some, you know, an open call to and got a pick to do a installation light box at Grand Central Terminal. 
back. Oh. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. and so, I, so yes, apply. So that's another thing. Apply for open calls. I don't apply for things that cost money. Mm-hmm. I don't take rejection well, and paying for rejection is even worse. But it feels like <laughs> it, it feels like, or if it's very minimal, but you know, really minimal, I might do it. But if it feels like, hey, no, it, for me, it has to feel like a, I 100% belong there because it's work. It's work. And, and I was working full time on top of it, but they, they, they picked me. And I learned from them, from, from the show at Grand Central, which was sponsored by the um, MTA, which is the Mass Transit of yeah. Authority. That in that case too, I wrote I wrote a press release, and my brother Mitchell helped me a lot, and because he's in business and sales, and he you know, got to yeah. get that along. You to, and it worked. We got reviewed and wired and print magazine. I was, it, it got, got press, which and that was before all this social media was around. But it got mm-hmm. printed press, and that was a, a big deal. So I learned from that, and all well, of course. Of course, having a sent out from the MTA certainly helped because I did not have a, a name. But I learned about the importance of the press release and that having a really catchy, you know, not, oh. not silly, but one that really tells the story. Um, then, so I have, so now I have like a, a system. Yes, I have a press package. Um, the first template for the press releases, because of the living gallery had nothing, you know, like was brand new being born. Patty and I looked up, I looked up ICP, International Center of Photography, how they do their press releases. Oh, that's a good idea. And yeah. used the same template, used the same format, looked at some museum ones, which what do they have it? And, and we picked one and like, let's copy, you know, let's. It's not a copyright yeah. on a format. So use their format. You know, yeah. And, and that's like okay that makes sense and so now that that's set set now for each show there's always i say the press release the press packet and but not more than mass email i actually do personal outreach to people mm-hmm. i write a personal email to them, like this guy Bob Patterson, you know, yeah. it's not just a mass email. If I can find a name, or if I read an article, I will say, you know, I like, you know, sincerely, I like your article about so and so. I'm long introduced to my work and in this show, and then it's coming up. And if you or someone you know might be interested, please pass it on. You know, you make a good point. Um, as someone who receives these things on a regular basis, um, you do do that. I mean, I know you, so it's, it's easier, but I, I get so many things. Hey there, here's a link to my website. Look at it. Oh, Let's do something. Huh? <laughs> or hey there, I like fill in the blank streetphotographymagazine.com. Look up, look at my Instagram. Okay. You know, no it's, it's probably 10 of those a day. And, yeah. you know, but if someone goes, hi, Bob. Oh, I listened to your podcast with, with Meryl Meisler. And I, you know, really like what she said about how she promotes herself. You know, something, you know, that 
something that indicates they actually know what you do, you're more likely to listen. Um, and you obviously yeah, I mean, get you know, that. Come on, yeah. like, you know, we, we all get junk mail, right? Yeah. You know, when something looks like it's been printed and spit out, and when, when something's a little more personal, yeah. and you can't send it to everyone, so you have to be choosier. Yeah. And you know, if you do, and if you do have printed pieces that go with it. But I, the first time I was in the Brooklyn Museum show, a show in, not the first, it's actually the second time. The first was through a community group, a, a park club artist. We got in a, a show in the Brooklyn Museum. But the second time was the con- the curator contacted me that I was always sending her postcards. Well, guess what? They save those, a lot of people, because they don't get them so much. Yeah, that's, and yeah, then that's true. And in 2000, you don't get so many, and they get a file on me. So that was like. Wow. You know, it, it works, but also, um, and it's not, it's not, you're not saying, give me a show or make me an article. It's like, I'm, I want to introduce you to my work. Okay. Also, if you have the good fortune of getting your work published, when you do like your next announcement, like I, I don't want, I don't do mass emails regularly because you annoy people. But if like I have a show coming up in September, I'll do a mass I have a show coming up, a solo show at Clamp, Clamp Gallery in in Chelsea, opening September fourteenth, and there will be a promotion before that. And on my mass email, I'll say recent press, the title show of the article, the date, but also you know what, the name of the journalist, the pub, you know whoever published it, mm-hmm. give them credit too. As an artist, you want to be unknown artist. You know, pe- this is someone else's art form, and and for many, it's a, a act of love. For many, it's how they make their living. Thank them, and also, you know what? Send a follow up. Thank you. If someone that takes the time to to publish your work, you can follow up with at least an email, letting them know. But I think it's also very very important to acknowledge them when you put it on your own website. Or if you promote it on Instagram, on Facebook, then title and link to the journalist. It's, it's the least you can do. And it's not even the least. It's a common sense. Yeah. And and it, it makes a difference. And you end up, if you're fortunate enough, you end up having a rapport with each other. And, and, and it, anyone who chooses to talk to you write about your work question it's almost like they understand your language and sometimes you just talk to yourself and you feel like you're in the tower of babel but to have actually someone actually understand what you're like comprehend you're you're speaking a, a similar language and they they put it out there they help you and you help them it's it's a it's a partnership um, okay, it took me a long time to get on Instagram. I don't like. I won't even go. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't even want to go down the 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 rabbit hole of TikTok. You know, I because I, I won't get anything done, and and I, then I worry about uh, identity theft and things like that. But finally, a few the woman from Bush Daily said you'd be so great at it. This one's so great at it. You just do it. And I have a, a friend, a painter, Mariella Bisson, up here in Woodstock. And she started posting her paintings on Instagram. And she has 
caught the eye of a gallery down really? here yeah. to your thing. And I'm telling you, she's selling work like crazy through this gallery. So you, you just don't know. And if you don't put it there, it won't happen. But if you do it, it might be. And I've, it's about, it's always about building a community and what a community and an audience. And I think community. You, I try to, I try, so I try to, but I haven't done it. Maybe post one thing a day, just one thing a day on Instagram, which, but I haven't, I, I, I didn't do it today. Um, uh, it's a powerful tool and it's free. And you, do it and, and i and i i got this is advice i can't you know gulnara and i'm going to say her name wrong gulnara samomova yes and on she did a a work a online work workshop online presentation about social media and oh, before that oh. yeah she, she, she's she, good at it oh my god she's a queen <laughs> and and she's a lovely person. You know, yeah, that's the nicest thing. This is lovely, giving, promoting, pr promoting others, promoting others, promote yourself, sharing. She's I'm selfless. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm. Yeah. You know, I'm a Scorpio. I'm a reformed Scorpio. I'm happy to give out anyone here. You're welcome to email me. Go on my website. Email. You have a question. I'm happy to share, because the more you share, the more it seems to come back, and. She she had to talk about Instagram. She said, "Yeah, it's do one a day." I was obsessing. It had to be a theme. It had to look a certain way. So just put one thing down. It's like it just doesn't have to. When you look at the whole page, it doesn't have to have a certain look. You don't have to say all oh, this kind of street photography this week or that. Just just one thing. And anytime you forget it, if some if your work is pub published somewhere, I'll do a screenshot of it. Uh, samples from it, post it, link it back to that place. Acknowledge each other. It's like bowing and shaking hands to each other. Um, uh, you, um, you do, you're very prolific at Facebook as well. I see you on there a lot. Um, I'm, I, I am less prolific. Less so much? Facebook. Okay, more well, Instagram? Only read, but because there's some, I mean, I might, well, I've become more, and I'm not sure if this is correct information anymore, so, but it would, it's, I would, there's some kind of like little clauses on the Facebook that makes you work like practically in the public domain. And it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And I do, but that's one thing I said to anyone out there. I actually do copyright all my work. Yeah. Well, and I regularly, and I found out and loosened me up on Instagram because first I was only putting work that had, Previously, been copyrighted in books, and and things. Thing, I, I'm co everything's copyrighted, and but you can. I found out that posting your work on something like social media, like web, like Instagram, you can. It's considered published work, so you can do a group of pub, like maybe every three months, hmm. published work, post it. So it's, it's copyrighted. Now, I'm also like, you know, someone hides back and is nervous. I only want to put good things or I don't want to lose things. I, yeah. But so I do copyright my images. I think I'm not, I, 
I love humanity, but I'm not dead yet. You know, it's like, wait, and it's not 50 years past. I'm going. Yeah, that's right. It's like, it's, it's not like public I, domain. I am not public domain. And I, and I do, certainly don't want to encourage anyone to be remembered as anonymous artist. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you remember to, to post on Instagram every day? I mean, cause you're busy doing lots of things or is that just like, just like brushing your teeth or. Um, well, I, said breakfast, I, you know? I had, I didn't do it. I'm just like, a, I was at yeah. an event Friday night and I, and I didn't do it yet. And I may or may not. So I can, I, you can miss from time to time. Well, sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, you don't want to spend your life on, in, on, on posting. You want yeah. to make more. Um, uh, a little, a little try to it's a how everything's a habit yeah or yeah. or just or make me once a week once a week and um i have a friend who like doesn't like it because people are writing negative things about her it's like oh, what do you mean negative things about you well you're not getting enough likes it's the stupidest thing about like it's not your friends um yeah yeah, so put some, yeah. something you're, you're proud of and put it out there. Yeah, uh, I keep being. But I don't it. obsess about. I don't obsess about it. But I, but I thank you for noticing. That I, I, I make an effort, and like I said, that's a new thing, a new, a fairly new, and I have sold work through Instagram. People saw it like maybe two or three times that they actually did come through, and I put them in touch with my gallery, and the sales did eventually happen. So that's amazing. And and I, you know, you know, BBC contacted me. Uh, they were like, you don't know who's looking, and they actually do look out there. I'm not on everything. I know there are so many yeah. other interests. I'm not. I'm not on that. I, I would spend my whole life on the computer. Not design okay. what I wanted to. No, I think uh, that's the. I think that's the minimal. A minimal, and I only tweet if it's like. I don't because of somebody someone who was number 45 i had this aversion to twitter as a <laughs> but i will will retweet things so i'll google really? see if i'm on twitter and retweet it and but i don't sit and re retweet it's just not not for me it was ruined and mm -hmm. like i said i'm also not a word person but most of these these um for example these e mass email you could do they have templates if you don't have it again i have a secret weapon patricia o'brien who really helps me make them look good and consistent yeah and that's if you don't they have ten oh i'm very fortunate yeah and and but it's important but i learned how to do it myself as all as well you know, like if you get, once you get a, a theme, you kind of like, but I just switched it up in the last one and I, and I did most of it, but I'll, I'll ask her for help for like a, a banner. And, and she, she's an artist, she does her own work, but that helps, but they have templates you can use. Yeah. And if you're a photographer, it just takes typography and an image. And that's, you know, you, you have, you're an image maker. You got images, pick your, pick, pick your best image that that you're that for the event or the reason you're doing it now so, and then and in these and these tools for these mass, mass emails there's also social media links for 
posting it on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn as well, but again, I just seem to repost there. I look, yeah. I look at Facebook. I keep in touch with family, friends. But I need to get on Facebook and you know, my high school was having a reunion and that's <laughs> how they organize it. And that's pretty re- reason. But I, I do do it. And um, like I said, I won't, I won't post an, uh, a, just a loose photograph on Facebook because in case this, this stupid law is still there. I don't want anyone to say, well, it's fair, fair, fair yeah, use. Yeah, it's on the fair internet. Use. You can take it. Not, no, not it's, really. it's not. not and I, not, yeah. and I it's not, yeah. it's not. And I also pursue people who use it. Good for you. And and I I write them and if, if I said, you know what, if it's for if it's for commercial purposes, yeah. you know, but one thing is people, you know, just sharing your work, giving you proper credit, and you know, sending out buzz. Okay, I can realize yeah. that's a good thing. They don't own the piece, but it's a good thing. But if there's something that's commercially oriented and use it, yep, I write them on their menu. You know, that's thank you for liking my work, but I don't give my work to commercial purposes without a mutually agreeable licensing fee. And so they can cut that we do the work in a license fee or give them the option to take it down. Sometimes when I found things they were published and it would look like you could tell they someone someone sincerely, at least they they were honest enough to credit you and it just didn't seem devious. Mm-hmm. I have traded I have luggage. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say do a, refrigerator. I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll do a trade. You know, I'll do a trade. <laughs> but uh, in the case of some place, just today, someone that I saw one of my works that is, it's not, it's not, my work is not pornography, but it's sensational and sexy, and it was used on yeah. a site. As, as, and this site is, um, you know, porn related site. Oh. And I wrote, I had, I said, okay, I wrote them. In January, you know, I don't permit my work. I'm not even interested in licensing. I don't want it on take it down. Yeah. And they just never got bothered getting back to me. Really? Oh, hello. I contact, I have an attorney. <laughs> yeah. And, they, they, and guess what? When the attorney contacted them last week, also they wrote back to me. But uh-huh. they, they're, they're going to pay a fee. So they learn, they learn a lesson. I give I give people the opportunity to do the right thing, unless unless it's such an outrageous, you know, inappropriate or or literally a hotel using it. They know better than this. You know, that's yeah, like, that's, yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah, send them a bill, send a bill, and um, and there are there are firms that will will represent. Anyway, someone can email me. Maybe I'll let them know who who handles it for me. And I don't pay them. They I would just a fifty fifty. But if you when it's outrageous theft, it's theft. Yeah. How do you find and them? They, how do I find them? Yeah. Sometimes I found the use. Sometimes other orders. Well, that's the ones where I feel like it's the innocent thing is that they actually credit me, and I yeah. see it. Oh, and, I tag, and then I'll say if it's not if it's like if it's social, you know, just spreading good word, fine. 
But if it's used for commercial, I, I write them and say, you know, let's work something out. And sometimes I do, it's a minimal, or take it down and they do, and they apologize or or they want to keep it instead of money, I'll, I'll take the luggage. You know, it's like, well, take this face cleanser. Um, but uh, other times, some of the agra- most agrarious things is like, I would have a, that's why it's important to have a community. It's important to, to know other people. That's right. They've got your back. Yeah, no, and they will say, you know, this uh, photography friend said, send me this article, but this hotel was using my family picture to promote their Thanksgiving special. It's like, <laughs> without credit, <laughs> without anything. It's like, okay, well, this was like a straight to that. They know better than that. You know, yeah, this, yeah. That's commercially yours. Or, or that someone sees it's like isn't this your work altered no mm. no no but it's That's... probably ways there's also probably ways in in your metadata i'm not sure that it's things could search if you put it in metadata but no one likes to be stolen or used. no you put a lot of work into yeah. it it's, yeah yeah, yeah it's, that's, that's not right. right and i don't know i don't want my work on a porn site sorry yeah, sorry. Well, at least take it. I really gave the credit. But like when you when you went in January, five months later, after I write politely asking them to take it down, and then five months was sorry for the delayed response. That's because they got a letter uh, a call from yeah. attorney, and there you go. Yep, ghosting you isn't going to work. No, that's like it's not. Yeah, good for so, you. Yeah, well, because that's a fear of people. But you've been putting, and that, you know, and I'll address that because I too was like, oh God, putting it out there. Should I put my, uh, what's it called? Would you write your name on it? Oh, a watermark. Watermark. It's yeah. like I, I know it doesn't look professional, and so, and it is hard letting go of that. But it, it just. It, it's uh, not put it on yeah. um and but it, it's a credit knowing that i could copyright it, it made me feel better but i'm not saying everyone that means to everyone else's thing that's important to, but to me it's important your livelihood because i don't want to i don't want to disappear i mean whatever I, I, it's my thing you know i, I think it's important I actually do think it's important to copyright your work. So you can do and you can do it in large batches. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Um go email me, I'll send you yes, learn how go go on library uh, congress, I mean I love, uh, copyright office and how to copyright your work. You can do it on the on this. Bob, you can do it on a right write to me separately and I'll tell you about this this you know the this I play my now this the place that has successfully represented me and use usages I pay them a, a fee to do it in group back batches. Okay. But I, I do the work, but you can do it yourself, and it's just, it's online. And I bet I register all my books when they're published physically. And, and if you do a book, and it could be after the fact, you have like a three month period after something is put out okay. there. Mm-hmm. And being published is being in an article online, being in Instagram, being you know, and you have to copy, you have to, you have a, a, a window of opportunity to do it. Wow, 
it's your work. I've got some work to do. Okay. <laughs> it's not exciting work. Sorry, I did this. Work. No, I'm kidding. I'm glad I'm glad you told me this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, but I will also say keep a record of these things when you send something like a book to the copyright office. Yeah. Keep you know, a certified mail. <laughs> Everything yeah. you have to copy because yeah. they it almost I almost lost a copyright because they didn't twice because they didn't acknowledge my work being shipped there uh, and, I, and I keep screenshots of submission things online yeah, yeah. you're one of billion millions of people but this but it's and no one's going to look out after yourself like you that's right that's right I, that's what I learned from you so well, thank you well, thank you. Um, I guess before we go, tell us where people can find you online. Yes. Um, yeah. MerylMeisler.com, M-E-R-Y-L-M-E-I-S-L-E-R.com. The current show is at Zillman Art Museum, but they're good people. Z-I-L-L-M-A-N dot E-D-U, I think. Uh, and my gallery is clampart.com, C L A M P A R T.com. <laughs> and, and I'm on Instagram, you know, at Merrill Miser, hashtag Merrill Miser. I know what I will say that is, is a closing thing. So yeah. many people have these really wacky ways of saying who they are in different formats that will have 10 different Instagrams. Yeah. You know, yeah. Know that you are. Street photography magazine, one you know, just one word, or or Bob Pat Patterson. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's not you don't have to be incognito and be consistent. Oh, definitely like, hard enough, hard enough to find you know, have one set of keys. <laughs> Same name <laughs> at Mer at Meramizer, hashtag Meramizer, you know, just com. It's like so oh, your oh. Instagrams, yes, yeah, just Meramizer, yeah, okay, yeah, yes. Yes, I, I follow you on Instagram. I just don't know what the app. I follow is. you. Yes. So um, I, th I think, I think, I mean, I know people. They have this, this Instagram, that Instagram. Just one. It's hard enough. It is one set of keys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Well, good. Well, thanks, Meryl. I tell you, this. Yeah, it's always fun talking to you. I appreciate you taking the time and helping everybody understand how to promote yourself. Basically. It's shoe leather. My pleasure. Yeah, do the work, right? Do the work. It is, it is work, but it's it's gratifying. Yeah. And 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 it, and it's a foundation from bottom up. And treat every opportunity as a golden opportunity, and it's a museum show, and maybe it'll eventually finally real realized, and may keep going. And well, take care, of you, take care of yourself. Yes. Good. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Your thoughts about the show go a long way in helping us decide on the guests and the subjects that we include in each episode. So please take a few moments to write a review in Apple Podcasts or whatever service you use to stream your podcasts. It helps us know if we're on the right track and it helps others to find and enjoy the show. The editor of Street Photography Magazine is Ashley Refo. And our audio engineer is Russell Boyd from WeBit Studios, found at webitstudios.co.uk. 
I'm Bob Patterson, and this is the Street Photography Magazine podcast, a service of Street Photography Magazine. Street Photography Magazine.